Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that escalated quickly. Do you feel a bit? Hi, boys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Play the music. <laughs> It's been a very, very tiring and a very testing afternoon, and it's not because I've got this legend sitting next to me. It was one of the most perseverant people I've ever met. It's just been one of them days, folks. One of those fucking days. And you know what? We are so glad to be here. We've cheersed each other. We've got the video recording, but we've just now linked it up to the audio recording. We are finally fucking underway with the post-pata-pata-pata. Which in um, Swahili means fucking Stacks Podcast. So great to have you here, <laughs> Mr. Jake Staten's everybody. Welcome to the podcast, mate. Sorry, about, sorry about that. I'm just going to quickly tell a story. I, I was 45 minutes in once. Yeah. When I used that last time, and yeah. we realised that it wasn't going. Yeah. So we're it's... only five minutes in then, and then realised it wasn't yeah. going. We're having a great conversation. We'll we're talking, there. and we will get back to that. So, mate. Tell us a bit about yourself. You play in a, in a band, and I was going to say, like, anonymous, anogamous, uh, you know, um, uh, Amityville Horror Betty, but it's not. It's, it's, what's the word? Sometimes it's an Amityville it's, it's, Horror is it? in the studio. It yeah. can be a... An, yeah. Freaky. It can be scary. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's Agamus. Agamus. Agamus Betty. Yeah. And, uh, and explain Agamus. What does that... Um, Agamus is uh, anything that reproduces without... Gametes, so it's like eight, like uh, stick so figures. Not asexual. No, it's not. It's uh, stick figures are asexual. They reproduce with themselves. Hang which on. I, stick, know, I mean, stick figures. Stick figures. Like, like what? Stick we, like, like the fucking sticker things on the back of people's cars. Do they reproduce? Are they asexual? I don't know. I've never stickers. seen them root. Actually, that's one. That's one of the things we need because I've seen them cooking a barbecue, going surfing. Have, what about mum oh, yeah, and dad exactly, having a good old right. fuck? Oh, we're just a swinger couple. <laughs> <you know? laughs> So mum and dad and mum and dad and then it's like yeah 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 exactly I like it. the neighbours and yeah, we need to bring in a whole new range of those uh, those my family stickers absolutely so we're, I'm down the wrong path with stick figures that's right oh well I'm I mean if 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 Agamus was to be put in the context of a sticker on the back of someone's car I guess it would just be like a white blob it would just be like a like a a blob yeah you know like I need you to get a little bit more in the mic or we'll bring it a little bit a little bit more. yeah that's that's bring it over here yeah we don't need more. Yeah. We don't need more issues. <laughs> we don't need more issues. <laughs> Anything that, uh, yeah, stick stick figures, stick bugs, they have sex with themselves to make babies. Certain flowers. Don't, don't snails do that? I think, yeah, I think maybe. I think snails are. Possibly. But I thought they were asexual, meaning that, now asexual means it just doesn't have sex, doesn't it? Yeah, like uh, if it, it, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't ha- need well, a partner. does it mean have sex with yourself? Yeah, it doesn't need it, yeah, exactly. Oh, maybe so that's... if you're asexual, you technically could be a wanker. Possibly. That's a lot of food for thought. Yeah, but I'm agamous. You're agamous. <laughs> not, not, oh, okay. not asexual. So agamous, and then you've got anogamous. Anogamous, exactly. So that's kind of a derivative of, of that word. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, cool. Never thought of it like that. Yeah. And of course, you're saying Betty before, like Betty Boot. The Betty Boot, I have this. Was lovely... she the earliest? Would, would you say, yeah, would you say she was one of the. Because she's been around a long time. Very, uh, since the dawn of animation. Really? Pretty. I think there was like Mickey Mouse, and then there was like. And was she gender specific? 
what, so did she's she, female. Yeah, she was absolutely but, but female. Did she sort of go both ways? Is she a girl's girl? And yeah, a I think girl? I think she was a bit of a. I think she liked the ladies too, maybe. And she, was, and she liked cats. Her, her partner was a cat, right? Good wasn't, wasn't her part? Oh no, her her boyfriend was like the big guy. She it was the typical like fifties masculine. Yeah. And then yeah, Betty. I, yeah. I was massive in the fucking fifties. <laughs> it's a bit. Uh, it's a bit of a John John Titor. You come come back from the future to yeah you know, take stacks back to the fifties take back yeah yeah and just try to explain what we're actually talking about yeah revolutionize the American <laughs> household it'll be uh, these guys are the devil <laughs> that's they real need, bad it's real bad that's real bad they need they need they need one they need savior and if they can't be saved they need deporting absolutely deporting <laughs> unchristian music. <laughs> Man, so you're an interesting cat. You're, you're into a lot of things. You you do a bit of filmmaking. And, I do. Um, what's your? Because uh, I mean, I, from what I've stalked about you, yeah, uh, and the little bit I do know about you, you, you're kind of a dark guy. You're kind of into the uh, no, into the oh, I don't know the darker regions, the darker realms of. I don't know what would you say the the mind or the. Uh, I read I read a lot of perception. I read a lot of Nietzsche. I read a lot, lot of Nietzsche. That's all it is. It's just too much. I just wake up and I read Nietzsche and then yeah. hide to go for for lunch and then. Did you get into uh, like the the dark Japanese anime and things like that as well? Um, I did notice you're in a bit of that kind of thing. Yeah, I love I love anime in a way. Like I, if I say I love anime, anime fans will like say no, you don't. You don't actually love anime. Like I I, I appreciate it a lot. Got I have friends who are right into it. Yeah, it's a, it's a whole subculture, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not. I don't. I don't feel like I'm deep enough in it to claim that I'm like an anime dude. But yeah. you know what I mean. But like, I love I love art and I love the artwork. I love the anime artwork a lot, especially the older stuff, like the real traditional old, old yeah, style of right. drawing. It's it's fucking incredible. Yeah, yeah. I've, um, my wife's Japanese, and I've 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 seen it from outside, but I've mm. never. And I've been to uh, Ishibashi and a few other places, and yeah, um, in Japan where there's like whole towns are dedicated to it and yeah people walk around in you know dress up not so much like the harajuku girls but more in an anime anime type of look you know they sort of they love it but yeah it's uh, huge hey? yeah right so uh anything on the go film wise are you are you making a film are, are you um are you got are you writing are you screen yeah. plotting are you plotting your, your big hit what's i've always always writing constantly yeah or like never never stop now, now that's a bit close that's <laughs> no, too, too close yeah, it's a little it's just clipping we'll get, we'll get my voice eventually we'll get it right. I keep wavering I try to get like a radio voice going um hello smooth sounds with stacks <laughs> um welcome smooth radio I uh I, we, I just started studying in uh in Melbourne and I met a couple of people who are really cool um and we made, like, they did, they got us to do this, like, uh, recreation from a V for Vendetta scene, which was, like, one of our first kind of uni assignments. And we made that together. And, um, uh, two, like, two of the artists that I met at that school, great artists, uh, are currently working on a project. I'm not involved in it, but it's just really good. All I know about it is that at some point a woman is going to be birthed through a giant vagina that they're building from, I, I don't know if they, like, if it's, like, latex or if it's more of a paper mache or whatever but you'd want to have a latex i would hope like you know just for that realism yeah you know yeah but um they're really it's called um take of me what you please and i'll give you my email at the end and you can con- get in contact for me with me for whatever yeah. but if you get in contact with me for that i'll give you more details about that but really good experimental film to get involved in i think they're very exciting young filmmakers 
And I've made like a couple of little short, I made this um, recently, the best thing that happened was I made a short film about heroin and I sent it to my lecturer and he uh, emailed me back with like concern, thinking that I was actually on smack. Like he was like, I'm worried about you as a student. <laughs> Like, this is so real. I know. Yeah. I was Did like, you thank do the you. Whole Francis Ford Coppola thing and immerse yourself. Oh, I was uh, deep. You know, you I was deep, Joe. Deep, yeah. <laughs> Far out. That's, uh, but I, I was like, thank a, you, man. That's you interesting. Know? Yeah. So it was, yeah. Convinced him, you know? That's the world today, isn't it? Like, it's, you can't have that, it's like you can't have that creative license. And, mm. and there are people out there that just know. Absolutely. And the thing is, we've got so much access to reality these days. You know, like the, the documentaries and everything around, and you see, the, and then we we see it as well. There's no reason to not think that people just can't obviously guess what's going on, you know, and mm. and, and and nail it with a reproduction of of a scenario or a scene or something. Yeah, absolutely. Was he? Was it a he or she? The doing the this. The, the, yeah, the teacher. Uh, a male. It was a male. Yeah. Was he? Um, Relieved that you. Yes, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that you weren't heading down the path of like, Lane Staley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's uh, we we had like quite a good relationship. I'll keep in contact with him for a long time. Yeah. But um, I when I was like set, I mean when I was like seventeen years old, I used to shoot up heroin. Yep. When I, I had like a, a a fucking bit of a, a ordeal with drugs in my youth, I've been clean for like eight years, so that's very good. We'll get into that. Yeah, I'd, but, I'd like. Yeah, because yeah. it's uh, it's something you don't really hear much of these days and now now that you've said that it explains to me a little bit about what you've seen yeah if you get if you know what i mean i do know what you mean yeah yeah, yeah. and i mean i'm a massive fan of alison chains especially in the lane staley era and his fight with with heroin mm. is what made him just so amazing was you're seeing something so raw and just so terrifying but you're, you've you know you've got access to it, and, and it's what for me, the early albums of Dirt and Facelift, it was, it's all about it. Yeah. And that, and in a weird way, that was my appeal to it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's part of the reason that I think I ended up doing that was because of like the fandom for Kurt Cobain, you know, yep. being like like I was seventeen, so like I was, I played started playing guitar when I was fourteen and writing like, so, like the first song I ever wrote was this shitty drug song that was a literal ripoff of Serve the Servants, you know, and then um. Like, if I wasn't obsessed with, like, darkness and drug culture as a kid because, like, you know, I don't, you know, you get this pressure on you from the school, basically your high school, to say you need to go to university. And then you find out five years later you never had to go to university. Like, you never oh, had to finish yeah, high school exactly, to get into university, yeah. you know. Most of my mates that are doing well didn't go to university. Exactly. That's right. Um, I never graduated high school and I've, I've been to two different universities, you know. So it's like... Um, so yeah, when you're attracted, when you're you're swamped as a teenager, and you're like, you know, you look at what's an escape, and you get into Nirvana and Sonic Youth, and you know, you start smoking weed, and then you like, you know, you find that that escape. And I was very depressed, and I, you know, battled with depression my entire life, and um, yeah, I looked for that escape, and but it was definitely like part of it was like a, a sensationalism and a romanticism of that, which is a really really strong thing in our culture that's really toxic, I think. Mm. You know. Yeah, I mean, when you obviously. The, the battling those demons and you were you're in that grip of of, of the addiction i suppose because it is I, I still think probably the most addictive mm. um substance out there for, yeah. you know i mean technically valium is more addictive yeah yeah, yeah which I've, is interesting I've, I've, I've heard that but it's a um 
Very interesting, big farmer. What's, what's the base? What type of they're, they're opiates? Oh, oh yeah, opiates. Yeah. Um, so you find that a lot of opiates are. Hmm. I mean, I've I've tried morphine a few times, man, and you know, on the on the like a secret stash. Yeah. And it's just fucking blows your mind. Oh, you it's it's, I mean? it's, like, it's it's really good, isn't it? <laughs> it, 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 it <laughs> Well, it's just well, it is, but it's it's real bad. But it's, it's, but it's real one good. of those things where I guess you just know you just mm. know that I shouldn't be doing this again. And it's yeah, like, fuck, you find yourself doing it again. And um, but when you're in that stage, and that I, I guess you, you, the, for like I've never I've never had I've never tried heroin. I've never actually injected anything. I've, I've done a few things, and um, obviously orally and that I've. You know, but I, I had a real fascination with LSD for a while. Yeah, but I can uh, tell that about you. Yeah, but I, but I uh, I never sort of went down that path. But what for me it was the same thing. It was just a tr- I just wanted to see what I'm going to see on this and what mm. I'm going to feel. But then I found the paranoia of people and what they thought was comforted by that. Yeah. And then that was for me was what was the, that's where the cycle is, you know. Absolutely. Like it's, and it's like, oh fuck, people think I'm a junkie. Well, the only way to get over it is get high. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it was it was like, fuck, this is crazy. And it's until you step outside yourself and go, what am I doing? And then you then you know that you know like yeah, let's just not do this. You know, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, did you were you creative during that? Period? All the time. Yeah, I've. Uh, I think I don't think I've stopped. Like when I was about fourteen, my older brother put a guitar in my hands, and I didn't stop playing it like at all. Like they were like my parents literally had to like pull it out of my hands and be like, "Go to bed," you know, mm. like for for like a good like the first six months, and then you know, obviously it became a little bit more realistic after. I'm like I'm not, I'm not kidding about that, you know. Yeah, like it was yeah. like full on, like and, I, I was obsessed. Was Seventeen, you said like. Fourteen when I started music. Yep. But yeah, but then um. Uh, and like I was doing, oh man, like I was like doing speed when I was 15, like smoking crack, like all kinds of shit, dude, like kicked out of home, like real full on, like proper, like waking up in the morning, like scratching at my skin because I didn't have drugs, you know, as a fucking teenager. And, um, the, but the whole time, like, um, all, the only other thing I was doing except for drugs was music, Yeah. you know, pretty much. They seem to be hand in hand. They do. They have a very good relationship. Yeah, like, I mean, really music is a, is a real elixir for the soul as well. Yeah. See, like, it'd be really amazing if we could get some kind of form of, like, you know, microdosed psilocybin or, like, um, some kind of stimulant, like a, a very safe version of, like, the, like coca leaves well, or something. What's happening in the States? It is. They're, they're really big on, um, like, microdosing and stuff like that. It's While it's not officially legal, it's, it's being practiced, but they're looking into um, that psycho sort of... Uh, somatic type of, of healing mm. for a lot of things, especially for PSD. PTSD, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah like it's um, yeah, sorry, PTSD. It's 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 really it's really helpful. However, there has been the occasional backlash, and if you've seen that movie Sniper, that's, <laughs> that's an example. Is that that's uh, the Bradley Cooper one? That's the Bradley Cooper yeah. one. Yeah, there where he's actually yeah killed by someone with PSD who thought different things because of the you know, and it's dangerous whether the the you know the the amounts are right or wrong or whether or not he's got a gun in his hand while he's off his head at the same time. Yeah, so exactly. I guess environment as well. Have you tried the float tanks and things like that? No, like a... Dep- I think that's something you need to give a shot. Yeah, like, that's the, the sensory deprivation? Uh, yeah, like if yeah. you get on something that's going to sort of... Like, like a psilocybin or something like that. Yeah. Something that's going to... Um, you know, or some form of even edibles or something like that. Which yeah. Is sort of, yeah, if you ever jump on those and then just jump in a float tank. You know, <laughs> 
Yeah, it sounds incredible. I've, I've like, how much is that? The float tank? What are they? Oh, what do they know. rate? It's like a couple hundred bucks or something. I, I think it's yeah, like about ninety bucks for about three or four hours or something like that. That's pretty good. That's but pretty I mean, good value. Just, what it is is that all the sensors in your body are switched off because you're there's no there's none of your sensors are going. Oh, I'm sitting on a chair. Yeah. Oh, hang on, like my butt's getting sore because of you know everything is removed because it, and the temperature sort of meets your body temp. So there's not even the the sensors going. I'm hot. I'm cold. Yeah. So what it does is deprives all your sensors of of reaction and your mind switches into a real, um, it, it, it allows it to, to, to wander and to, to you know, to, to get creative and just to, to venture into, into realms that you probably never, never get the chance to because you, you're so uh, preoccupied by sensory feelings and other senses. Yes. And, yeah, so. Absolutely. We are very preoccupied by our senses, we aren't are, we? We are, mate. We're just yeah, like, uh, your body's always on the go, even when you're asleep. Yeah. You know, you know if, like, for example, I've got my two-year-old daughter in bed with me. I know that the whole time I'm asleep, I'm still conscious of if I roll on her, I'm going to cause a problem. So yeah. if I roll over and I touch her, I'll wake up and yeah. make sure that, and then I go, so I don't really get that deep sleep, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, it's yeah, I'm, I'm dying to try it. Get into that tank, yeah. yeah. They sound amazing. <laughs> we used to head up to a place called Seal Rocks when I was young. And, uh, yeah take a bit of the, bit of the old uh, Lucy in the Sky Diamonds and um, <laughs> we would the trees would talk to us and yeah we'd often get naked which was weird you gotta get naked in the trees a bunch of boys that would never admit to it today yeah exactly always, always naked in the trees I don't know what the thing was with clothes I think it's because it was it one specific friend that always wanted to get everyone <laughs> naked Simon <laughs> so, yeah so I just constantly no 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 come no. on come no, on it guys. wasn't Simon no It'll be fun. <laughs> Simon! <laughs> why? Why? Leave me alone, Simon. No, it was, no, it was never like that. Um, <laughs> it's like that now, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, completely different today. Uh, but um, I remember one of the things that really stands out to me was when you visually look at something, you imagine your mind is racing and you, you're imagining it's other things and we were sort of, we walked down to the beach and we were standing waist deep in the water and the waves were coming towards us and we thought the mountains were moving. Yeah. But it was actually certain then it wasn't until we got smacked in the face by a wave and then rolled up the beach like laughing and cracking up and just scared the shit out of us really but and ran back up the beach and stuff like that and just freaked out and I think for two days we were hiding from everybody in the bush and stuff. I was starving by the time I come good. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and uh, but it's funny how like, that that was just a memory that I remember. And uh, my mate Scott, that we done it, he was the guy that we were like that, and the waves hit us. And I'm sure he'd remember that to this day. But but I think you need to do that. I think, yeah, I think it, it makes you. You a, do. I'm going to say a better person if you experience that, and then you can you can make a call on a few things that people have been through. You know. Yeah, absolutely. But I've got a question about heroin. Um, yeah. I thought it was a thing of the past. I thought mm-hmm. it was a '90s drug, and mm. I thought that you know it, it, it had been and been and gone. Is it still quite prevalent in and around this? Was it in Melbourne? Um, no, in I or in Perth. No, yeah, well, I was in Perth in what? Mandra when I was doing that. Yep. Yeah, so um, a lot of the time. Like like it's like speed is everywhere. Speed yeah, is yeah. like yeah, it's harder to, like um it's harder to get heroin. We did a lot of oxycontin morphine yep. uh you know prescription downers but um it was just because were you searching 
for the key to creativity? No, not at all. No, no. I was, I was like looking for a way to like, I don't know, man. Like I wanted to, you know, like not exist, you know, it's like, it was more like a, it was a real fucking, so it was total escapism. Yeah. It was escapism completely. It was, it wasn't. Yeah. Like, I mean, I did, I've dropped acid before for like thinking like, oh yeah, we'll drop acid together. We'll fucking make some music on acid. It'll be sick. We And like, and it definitely, like psychedelics help music production. Ketamine helps music production. Mm. It does. Like it's, you know, if it was administered in safe ways and like we could all make some really trippy fucking music, you know, even more trippy. But, um, yeah, no, it's like, I, like shooting up was never a part of like a create a creative thing. It was definitely like a, a romantic nihilism thing as well. You know, as like a kid being like, yeah, like. I don't like uh, I'm depressed like fucking you know all that kind of shit but then it, you was very it, was it scary knowing that you're not knowing what the product was and that it could be a real hot dose you know what I mean like, yeah no that's like that, that's a scary it, thing is that ever in your mind when you're doing that no I don't, like I mean it would be now you know if I was like I mean I haven't I haven't touched a needle in like almost eight years or something but if yeah. if someone um if, if any drug if someone gives me like a cap or like a pill I'm a bit like whoa you know, yeah, yeah. like, I don't know if I no even want to do that anymore. Yeah. yeah. But when I was, yeah, respect you there, that's great. yeah, when I was a kid though, no, it was, it was like, I hope there's something in that, <laughs> you know, like kind of thing. It was like, give me the fucking bleach, man. <laughs> I think I was, yeah, especially the twenties. Oh, exactly, dude. Early twenties. Yeah. Yeah. You just, you just think there's nothing that can, that can hurt you. Yeah. Did you actually, um, cause do you paint as well? I do. Yeah. I paint yeah. a lot. So, okay. So you, you're a musician, you like to paint, you're making films. So you're very visual with your creativity. Very much so, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I suppose it's audio as well, but... Um, yeah, but I, I would like... Like, I want to do, like, cinematography. Yeah. So vi- vi- very and visual. if you could describe the paintings... I mean, you haven't got... Do you float around with your genre a bit? Like, or are you... Yeah. Or are you sort of... There's a lane, and you're kind of in that lane. Um, oh, I mean, in this terms of, like, a lane, I'm definitely in the lane of it being, like, not a technically brilliant artist. You know what I mean? Like, I can't paint, like, a big huge portrait that's like perfectly detailed yeah, yeah. everything's very expressive i can't recreate anything yeah. you know it's all abstract my my partner is a very very talented painter she's like fucking incredible she used to go by the name of Jin Jin priest or Jin beast in in perth yep um but yeah she's uh she, like she can just, you know it's like it's like detail and like it's te- technically br- brilliant whereas my stuff is just like stupid cartoon characters and like abstracts but i i do a lot of like um Sorry, a lot of, uh, like, multifaceted stuff. Like, so I'll get, like, a canvas and, you know, put some, ex, like, letters from my ex-girlfriend in it and, you know, like, nail some shit to it and, you know. I'll show you something before you leave. I've got a painting inside that I've Beautiful. started a while back that I've, I usually had a sort of medium I'd tinkered with and then this one I went where if I just found something in a craft shop I liked, I'd glue it or something or stick it in and yeah. made it 3D and systematically my daughter's been pulling all that off the painting for the last... 12 months. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the beautiful thing, man. It is, it's like, you know. She's creating her own touch on it. That's you know, right, you know. And those empty holes, I'm going to then we're filled with something else. And yeah. Yeah, I, I love it. I think it's great. Man, that is, like, that is probably my biggest issue with artists in Perth, is that, like, people create things and then they get really, like, pretentious and picky about it. And, like, you know, it's like there's no, there's, like, almost no, like, room for, like, heart or, like, you know, like, I don't know, just just general kind of, like people are very concerned with their products being a product of them, you know what I mean, and yeah, not of yeah. the the web kind of thing. And it's very precious. It's very precious. Actually, don't um, say anything negative about that, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, or, or actually, there was a um, 
there was an artist recently, and I, I'm only pulling this out of the memory bank, but they they done a beautiful painting, and then what they had a box at the bottom that it sat on, kind of making it look like an easel, but in actual fact it was a shredder. So as soon right, as it like went down to auction, yeah, like a big shredder, and as soon as it went to auction and it was bought for three hundred eighty thousand or whatever it was, they've hit the button, and it shredded the painting, which I thought was great. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. It was brilliant. And it was, <laughs> So then they were left with this shredded painting. Like, yeah. So the question was, I think he said to the auctioneer, sell it. Obviously, they don't have to pay for it, but sell it, see what it gets. Yeah. Shred it. I thought it was brilliant. I it's really it, clever. Yeah. It's really clever. Like, that's um, it's kind of, it's pretty bold. Mm. It's, it's, a, it's a medium, I suppose, outside of the initial painting itself that I've never heard of before. Yeah. And, and for me, when you sort of talk about filmmaking... Uh, the movie The Grudge, yep. Uh, whether it be the Japanese version or, or mm-hmm. you know the the English version, but to use television as a medium while you're watching television, yeah, as the medium of like, that's used. Yeah. That's, I thought that was genius. Absolutely, that's why it's so and, successful. And that's why it's so scary because yeah. it's like you're watching the telly. Hang on a minute. How do you know that video that you're not watching is the same video that <laughs> fucked all these people up? So, yeah. So it's not you're not looking at it from outside. You're involved because it's. That's the medium, and yeah. it was, I went. A lot of people didn't get that, and I went, "Man, that's unreal. That is really cool. <laughs> you know, that's that's the that's the guy. I just thought it was great, but uh, yeah, that was it is. It's brilliant. Yeah, and the way she come all there, telly. You're waiting for this thing to come. Yeah, it's way better than that. Um, a quiet place. Yeah, well, uh, what's the big one at the moment? Bird Box or something? I don't know. Uh, it's a new movie out. It's called Bird Box or something, and it's. It's they can't either hear something or they can't see something. The, the, that's the a quiet place is they can't you can't make noise. Oh, is it? Everything's got to be silent. And bird boxing is just what they call it. I Maybe don't know. I just had someone send me through a photo of the blindfolded guy shitting. On the floor. Oh no, that's the one with Sandra Bullock, and there's all those memes of her carrying her kid and everything. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't know what that's called. I had no idea what it was, and I had to figure it out. And then I went, "Oh right, it's a movie called." It is something. It's bird something. Yeah, I can it's, call it bird shit. But yeah, it's bird, shit. bird house, bird bird box, something like that. Bird box, yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah, bird cage. I don't know something. But it's another. You now you can't see. So that's what happens. You know, it's like as soon as a horror film, like Tarantino comes out, writes that format. Everyone wants to rip off Tarantino. So like someone makes that film, um, like Get Out kind of started it because it was like let's make a new direction of horror film, right? Yeah. yeah. And then which is, I think Get Out was brilliant. And that kind of led on then to the. Um the, the sort of like the, the Blair Witch type, you know, look at it happen as it's happened sort of on a very realistic scale. Like yeah, totally. Almost like document documented but not Hollywoodized, you know what I mean? So For sure, it made, yeah. it made it feel more real. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what's, what's that? Paranormal activity is the one I was thinking about. Yeah, yeah, and that, and that was huge. Yeah. Like massive, you know, because it's like every time something hits that market where it's like a new fear, you've got a brilliant film like Saw million dollar fucking film you know like like franchise a couple of Australian guys too wasn't it that kicked that off I think so yeah it From was South Australia or something like that I don't yeah. know but it was a couple of yeah so that it's you can't hear anything in a quiet place and now it's you can't see anything with Sandra Bullock carrying her kids across the fucking ocean so hear no evil see no evil what's the last one I know yeah like oh, what's the he can't talk <laughs> that'll, be the, that'll be the third one that's like exactly and then you know but I, I love body horror you know like, you're like, are you a David Cronenberg fan no um... <laughs> no no, I don't even know who he is. I just, no, I just thought you hated him. You're like, no, no, no. Nah. David Cronenberg was like, nah, like, nah, I'm not. Like, um, he made The Fly. Ah. Yeah. With what's his face? With, um, uh, Goblin. Did you have Goblin? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. There was actually, I, I remember the original one. Oh, do you like some of those old 50s horrors? Oh, you know? dude, yeah. You, the, you um, like, uh, what's his name? Um, was where... Boris Karloff. Boris Karloff, yes. Uh, John Carpenter, another one. Yep. And uh, Wes Craven, big, the famous Wes one. Wes Craven, yeah. that's the other one. Karloff's, like, amazing, though. Well, he was the first one that really sort of done, like, the, uh, like, we've got the Marvel series now, slaying it. Yeah. He, he was slaying it with the horror things, with the Dracula, and the, yeah. you know, Frankenstein, and he went down that sort of path of all the, pulled all those classics, a lot of the Grimm, Brothers Grimm stuff, and brought yeah. it all out, and, yeah, turned it into a, uh, you know, Hollywood film. Oh, that's really cool. A film. A film. I love yeah. a film. Do you, um... I have to, like, hide this from the camera. <laughs> yeah, now a bit of uh, Japanese whiskey. I might have another little bit too. We've got a long, a long time to uh, to drink it, I suppose. But uh, what about um, what about sort of stuff outside of film? Yeah, it's kind of bizarre or scary or anything like that. We used to have a, a we used to go down the, the conspiracy pit theory path mm-hmm. a little bit here on Stacks. I haven't. Drifted down there for a while, but um, I try to always on. try and steer it that way because it's always interesting to hear what yeah what people have got to say. But is there anything ever happening to you or anything you've seen or done that's that's just you know people don't believe you? Tell mm. them you you're a fucking crackpot. That's a great question. Mm. Huh? It's interesting because like you know. In, like, my friend groups and stuff, it's always like, oh, Jake, you're crazy, you know? Like, stop doing all that crazy shit. And so, like, I usually have a story for everything, you know? But, like, I don't know if... I've never been, like... Yeah, I've never been abducted by aliens or anything like that. No. Maybe maybe that's... Maybe I am an alien. I don't know. Mm. Um, I... Oh, I I got punched in the face by Amanda Palmer once. Amanda Palmer? Yeah. I don't know who that is either. She's uh, from, like, the Dresden Dolls. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I went to her concert and <laughs> <laughs> she was like, she did a cover of... Uh... Never washing my face. <laughs> old claret running down. Yeah, no shit, eh? Um, <laughs> I went to her concert and she did a cover of Teen Spirit by Nirvana. And yeah. I was kind of like, I mean, that's shit enough as it is. You know? yeah. I was like, why are you doing that? But um, I was like, fuck it. And I ran up to her and started singing with her. And I'm like singing into the microphone with her like, hello, hello, you know. And then um, I've, I'm, like, drunk, and I'm, like, fuck it. I'm, like, Amanda Palmer, if, she's, if you're watching, you know, I, I, like, tried to kiss her. Like, and she just punched me in the face with a microphone, pushed me down on my knees and started, like, rubbing my stomach, uh, rubbing my face into her stomach in front of this, like, you know, in the middle of this crowd. And I was, like, okay. That's a bizarre reaction. Like, it was, punching the face is standard. Yeah. But as soon as you get to the bit where she's yeah. rubbing you. It got, like, masochistic almost, you know. It was, like, it was, like she wanted to get, like... Weird. Weird, yeah. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm, I love. <laughs> so, but yeah, was it then? What did security then intervene or? No, nothing at all. She just uh, did. That... She give you a phone number or say backstage later? <laughs> no, uh, I wish uh, Neil Gaiman would kill me. Um, <laughs> she would have stuck things into you. Yeah, exactly. Not acupuncture either. Mm. <laughs> it's called uh, sounding for anyone out there who. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, nothing happened. They were all fine about it. But I hate that I just told a story about music. You know, I'm like, oh, what's a weird story? But it's like a music. It's, it's a music thing. story. Well, yeah. then again, it is. I want aliens. You know. Okay, if you had a choice, yeah. we'll get back to that in a sec. But if you had a choice, which way to go? Would you be a filmmaker, a musician, or an artist? Well, that's an. In- it's very interesting because like I've done music for so long. Um, music, I've always gotten a really good response from. People have always been like, you're really talented. You should keep doing this. 
visual art, like painting, is something that I've never gotten a response from. So it kind of took it, it became more personal to me. Did you feel like you wanted to get better at that and get that recognition that you do with music through it? I don't know. That's it. Very interesting. That, you know, like yeah. It's like, I'm going to stick with this until I've got that. That's right. It's like, is it, is it that? Is it like, okay, so the music thing was like, yeah, is, is it like, am I even aware of the fact that I want that recognition? You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know, maybe if, if someone was like, oh, I love your visual art, I'd be like, oh, fuck this now, you know? <laughs> I want to become a fucking plumber so I can like, you know. Plum. Plum and then get good at that and then fucking. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, your shit part is better than anyone's I've ever seen. <laughs> and it's like, thank you. Yeah. I, I use standard 10 mil fucking pot. <laughs> Same glue as everyone else, but Same glue. you're right. It's, there's something about it. <laughs> Thanks. And you I guarantee you the turds will slide down better than that one. Than the actual last podcast I did with Blind Spot, we just kept going back towards turds. The whole... It was weird. Yeah. And it's funny because, like, you know, three-year-olds are obsessed with it. Mm. Oh, yeah, poos and wees. Poos and wees. Poos and wees uh, all the time. Yeah. You got any kids? I don't. I have nieces and nephews, a lot yep. of them. Love kids. Yeah. Really, so, really, yeah. you're yeah. the wees and poos thing. Oh, like, yeah. They love it. Yeah. They do. It's usual fart joke. I think it's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. It's so easy to entertain kids, dude. People, yeah. like, I don't understand. I got, like, mates who, like, are like, how do you, how do you like... You know, like my brother-in-law would be like, how do you connect with this kid? You know, and I'm like, man, you just got to like get on the floor and play trucks with him. You know, yeah, exactly. it's it's fine. Like, yeah. oh, look, it blew up. <laughs> my daughter's obsessed. She got a doctor's kit the other week. Yeah. And she's got like all the little, uh, well, doctor stuff, the thing to look in your ears and all that. Yeah. And I told her that dad's got no brains. Can you, <laughs> can you keep looking in my ear till you've seen some brains? And for a couple of weeks, she goes, oh, daddy's got no brains. Oh, no. The other night, she goes, Daddy, what? I found brains. Oh, well, oh, it's... I don't know who was happier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's good. Like you just got, yeah, you got to do that kind of stuff. Like, and is that because like, what is she actually seeing there? Is is that a good thing? It's like, oh, well, what? she could. I don't know. I was concerned the fact she could see through to the other side. Yeah, <laughs> that was a bit of a worry. And the more extreme it is, the more they like it. Yeah. If it's like, oh, the whole world's gonna blow up, then it's like, what? Oh. What? Yeah. Yeah, true. <laughs> I was listening to another podcast the other day, and and on it. <laughs> They were talking about this this Spider-Man that came and done a party for these young kids. Spider-Man? The, yeah, Spider-Man, yeah. Roughly the same age as Kiki. And he said the guy was coming down off something. Oh. He just like, didn't want to be him. Yeah. And the, the kids are like, oh, it's Spider-Man. He's like, hey, kids. <sighs> what are we doing? And the guy's just gone, dude, Spidey, there's your hundred bucks. Go home. Yeah, go, go, go home, man. <laughs> go get some more of what you're on. And fuck off. That's yeah. bad. Yeah. Spider-Man's coming down. Yeah, so it's... Yeah, we, we usually touch on this sort of theory thing. But look, everyone... Some people... Well, I've had people on there that write down chemtrails. Yep. You know, talking about that. But oh, man. We don't have to. It's not one of the things where you have to go down. But Dude, can I... Like, I'll get some... A good friend of mine. I'll put you in touch with him. Yeah. And he will come on and talk to you about so much stuff, man. He's, yeah. Yeah, his name's Guy. Guy. Shout out. <laughs> Let's get Guy in and talk, go yeah. level up a major conspiracy. Uh, Fuck yeah. Let's have a three way conspiracy. Fucking. <laughs> he's great. He's, he's, uh, yeah, no, I've, me and him spent a lot of time together talking about, uh, like playing poker and chess. And Guy is the kind of dude, right? This is probably, actually, you asked me if I have a weird story about aliens. This is probably one of them, right? Like, Guy's the weirdest dude I've ever met in my life, dude. I have so much respect for him. 
we used to play chess and he would sit with his back to me and he would just call out the numbers like e to f e to you know square four whatever and i would play both sides and he would win every time so he's pretty cluey like he's pretty cluey <laughs> yeah and yeah but he loves it oh man like he's he's uh he became a hippie got into astrology for a while and now i don't know what he's doing with that now but then yeah he's like he loves it he's the guy who got me onto john, john Titor. Yeah, a lot, uh, one of the things I love about this thing is that people do refer, come and talk with this bloke. And, yeah, exactly. And it's great, and it's, it's good because you get people that, you know, it's always good to get those referrals. Like, mm. So, yeah, definitely get him on board. But before this runs out of its first series of batteries... Yes. Jeez, that was quick. That's only like half hour in. But um, let's listen to one of your songs. Absolutely. Yeah, cool. So That'd be great. Tell, tell us a little bit about the song that we're going to listen to, and then uh, let's have a listen to it. All right. Uh, do you want do you want the depressing stuff first or the Shit, pop yeah. stuff? I love depression. De- should we go depressing and then happy? Yeah, let's yeah let's leave on a good note. Let's leave on a good note. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, you're right. Actually, I was thinking about this before, but no, you're right. All right. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm recording. Don't want anyone driving along and go fucking truck. Yeah. Exactly. Especially you know. Yeah. Um. Because I'd sue. Uh, Cynic Cloud is the name. It's actually no, it's not. It's called Kevin's song. I wrote it about a, a very good friend of mine. Uh, after I went through a very serious breakup and um, was like having this, you know, the typical, the mad, the mad fucking, you know, I'm sad breakdown. Um, he said to me, like, mate, it's the fight in the dog, right? It was his words of wisdom to me. And like kind of just like pulled me out of my shit a little bit and made me be like, you know what? You're right. Like I can get over this. I can get over fucking, you know, I've been through worse than this. This is, this is fine. Um, and then I wrote this song. It's kind of just about, uh, loss and like how things aren't really exactly what you think they are at that time when you get further on in life they'll be they'll seem different and like it's good to have a, a healthy amount of cynicism i think um i want to record all of these slower tracks as a full album and get as many like musicians in perth on it if i can kind of thing but yeah yeah it's good to collaborate it's, it gives it's, it's it, so good and it's nice because everyone's got a different signature yeah exactly i always said that with music like the guitarist in my band and I, we, we both play guitar, but we both play so differently. Absolutely. You know, but together it's nice, you know. So. Yeah. Yeah. So the song is? Kevin's Song by Agamus Betty. Kevin's Song by Agamus Betty. And here, check it out. We'll be back in a minute. Look at all you've got 
Well, we are back, and that was Kevin Song. Uh, mate, so Kevin, he's a, he's a real dude. He is. He's a good, he's a good friend of mine, uh, Kevin Small. He works for Colorbond. So he's a real dude. His name's Kevin. Yeah. And is he small? Uh, no, it's, it's one of those. He's actually really tall. It's, it's an ironic name. He's like six four or something. A little John. Yeah, he's a yeah exactly. He's a big dude. He's got a real like jelly face, you know, just like just shit. Just if he doesn't like hold it all together, it just falls apart. It just goes, <laughs> goes everywhere. You know? I don't even know what that means, but he um he should grow a beard. That way, yeah. He should grow. Is a he beard. A, some people just should grow a beard. They should. They really I should. should. Grow a beard. I'm not. I don't know if I'm allowed. I don't think my wife would ever touch me if I grew a beard. She wouldn't like it. Nah, just to cl- resemble too much of a, a bear, I suppose. I don't know. Yeah. Kumo in Japanese. Kumo. B- bear. Kumo. So, uh, oh, oh, san Ohio, ohio means like it's, it's morning greeting. Morning, yeah. Ohio gozaimasu. Ohio gozaimasu, yes. Uh, ohio gozaimasu. Watashi wa jai desu. Yes. Uh, boku wa? Ichiban po stacks podcast or ichiban podcast. Ne? That's unreal. Yeah. Samurai I really want to learn Japanese. So, it's, I'm yeah, it's cool. It's a cool, cool language. So, I do swordsmanship as well. Oh, do you? Yeah. See, here we Just go. Just started, you know. Swords as in making them? No, as in like learning Japanese sword to train to fight with oh, Japanese you mean, swords. Oh, kendo. Yeah, kendo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we do bits of like um, uh, Krav Maga as well. Yep. But like, yeah. And uh, a lot of, we did some Japanese sword stuff the other day. It's really, really cool. So is it a yeah, martial so art you're doing? Is it a yeah, it's like it's just FMA, like freestyle martial arts. Freestyle, oh, right? And yeah. they do weaponry. They do weaponry. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's do really you work, cool. work with Sai or Tonfa or any of those other ones? Or Sai, that Sai, like, so the... like so. Let's go Ninja Turtles for a second. Yep. They're the little swords, the needly ones. Yes, Raphael. Like needle in, uh, needle in Game of Thrones. You know, she had that little. Nah, I'm better with the Raphael. Okay, let's go Raphael. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, we haven't done any of that yet. Haven't done any That's yet. really cool though. Tonfa yeah. is a. It's like a baton, but it's got a little hook on it. Yep. That's Tonfa. Yeah. No, it's used one. for grabbing and putting people off balance. And, yeah. And things like that. But it's it all, so amazing, it's all sim- representative of, of farming tools used in Japan. Yeah, right. And the, especially the Okinawan rice paddies and the yeah. Okinawan style uh, used a lot of. That's the when they do kata as well. It's in exactly. A, it's in a, to the side. Yeah. And the martial arts. That's it. Yeah, he knows martial arts. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, just while we're actually on the topic of martial arts. For the folks at home, if you haven't seen it, go to Kabashi Band on YouTube and look up the dojo episodes. Uh, and you'll see some... Uh, it's it's Master Jai, <laughs> this guy, and, of course, the Squatch. And we combine martial arts with music, and we it's, a, it's a instructional videos on how to protect yourself whilst a geeks. Oh, cool. I'll check that out. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah, I'll show you later. It's, yeah. pretty, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, so everything you need to know to protect yourself, of course, we've got everything from the butt method, uh, using your guitar to, to butt things, to in the mind, things. using intimidation as in well. In the brain. And, of course, the last episode, which is just purely a montage. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you've got every good martial like, artist, every warrior, true warrior, n- uh has somewhere got a good catalogue of montages. Absolutely, tuck, they tucked do. Tucked away somewhere. That's right. Yes. We're working on ours currently. <laughs> oh, very good. So, um, yeah, so we're saying, do a bit of kendo. So, hmm. you actually, uh, you're using the cane. I haven't used cane yet. Yep. Uh, I've only done a couple of lessons. I used to do it younger, when I was younger, yep. with my dad. My dad's a, like a second Dan black belt in Zendokai. Zendokai, yeah. yeah. So, Akito's the one that uses a lot of 
a lot of the, traditional the katana and things like that. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Outside of kendo. Yeah. Kendo's the sport. Aikido's the art. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, a good friend of mine, Connor, used to date uh, the former kendo champion of Japan. Former female, champ- female champion. She was like... I think I know who you mean, but you I couldn't would. tell you yeah. name. Her name's uh, Kana. Kanako. Yes, maybe. Mm. And I only met her like once. Kana for short, but Kanako. I think it was Kanako or something. Yeah. It's my wife's name, actually. Very popular name in Japan. Traditional name, so. Sayaka as well. Is that uh, popular? Is it? I don't know. I've met two. <laughs> two Sayakas? <laughs> two Sayakas in Australia. Wow. I've always wanted to meet a... Uh, <laughs> A Japanese girl with a surname Fakahara. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Still yet to meet one. That's, that surname, you know, yeah. Yeah. And I remember a joke when I was younger. You could uh, change yours she, to... Huh? You could change your last name. To Fakahara. Yeah. Yeah. It'll probably be next week's... Um, <laughs> each week on this on this instructional video that goes out in the dojo. That's why I had the dojo on the door. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to explain it later. Yeah, you know, I'm keen to hear about it. Um, we may... I'm going to put in the background now. So in the background, up there, you can, you're going to see a bit of the dojo about what's going on. You're not going to hear the... the actually, I will insert it. Here we go. Really? Pimple. Are you serious? I'm serious. Some of the skills you showed there were... It's amazing. Mind-blowing. Well, resilience underpaid, I know, but... Thank you, Master. Oh, He's padded. I think they need to be. <laughs> so, congratulations. And with more training, you too can become a great no can do warrior. Thank you so much. What a great episode of the dojo. Of course, I'm Master Jai. I'm the Squatch. That's the Squatch. Tune in next week. And we're going to do a bit of ground defence. So that was a little bit of the dojo, which you'll obviously find out a bit later. But I'm keen as, I'm glad. It's uh, very, very helpful for the musician that wants to protect you, because all sorts of things can happen. It's really good. Really, this and week we yeah. touched on if an evil dark lord who rules the galaxy happens to be walking down the street. Shredding. What do you do? And it's, Shred harder. It's basically just fuck off. <laughs> And yeah, exactly. Everybody carries androids in their pocket, and you run, and you put the android there to do all the fighting. A bit like BB Two or R Two D Two in the films, <laughs> films in the films. So, yeah, this is how you do cheers to that. <laughs> Thank you. I got to Yeah, so it's pretty. It's pretty cool. Um, I love it. I think it's amazing. Are you a Star Wars fan? Did you? I love did Star you get into all that sort of? The geeky yeah, stuff. Um, I, th- I'll tell you, I haven't watched any of the new ones. I refuse. <laughs> yeah, like, not a bad sorry, thing. Did you I love the originals. Did Jar Jar Binks fuck things up for you? Uh, man, I was kind of like 14, 13 when they came out. It was kind out. of aimed, aimed at your age. Exactly. Right? I, like, I loved him. Yeah. You know? I love Jar Jar Binks. Like, now if I watched it, I'd probably be like, you know, half an hour in, I'd be like, oh, this is getting a bit fucking irritable or something, you know? But I, thought, nah. I watched Rogue One and I thought that was the best one since the original series. Does it have Jar Jar in it? No. 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 Yeah. I haven't watched any of the new ones. Yeah, they I even I watched a lot of like the 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 car, what was the cartoon series called as well the, the Empire, oh, Clone Wars Clone Wars yeah. yeah I watched heaps of that yeah watched some comics like I you know yeah played the video games I love the originals you are know. you a gamer are you into video games I'm like I used to play a lot of like Fallout Four 
shit like that. Um, I have friends who are like way into like they like Dark Souls three. Like I wish it was a game because imagine on the screen and then with all the sound and yeah, it'd be pretty awesome. It'd be sick, man. Yeah, I'm like I'm interested in VR. You know. Yeah, actually, that's stabbed a lot of hookers in GTA. That's, that's Have you? That, oh, heaps of just, just, just like stupid amounts, man. Yeah. What's the best comeback you got from a uh, lady of the night when you're plunging, you know, like six inches of, God, what of uh, Damascus steel into her body? I was like, you don't know me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love that one. That's so you good. Don't know me. <laughs> it's like, what? Like I'm stabbing you. <laughs> She's still you got sassy. The wrong girl. <laughs> yeah, I love you those don't ones. Know me. <laughs> those are real good. <laughs> it's just like it doesn't. Yeah. So I mean, I'm completely out of the loop when it comes to sort of, especially the online games that are out now, like Fortnite. Mm. Yeah, it's and big. things like that. Oh, That's my 11 year old nephew knows more about it than I do, man. Really? He loves it. Yeah, and I remember when, like, when I was young, the the game it was massive when you could play two players against each other. That was huge. Like I think I think James Bond 007. Goldeneye. Was the first one out, and we you could 64. run around killing each other. We we thought that was the future. <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't really been a. I've never been a gamer. I've just got too many other things going on. Yeah, I wouldn't call myself a gamer, but because you paint I like them. and you draw and you you create music and gamers d- don't really have that. It's kind of a split mind, you know. Like you're yeah. either that way inclined, or very rare you'll get someone who's super creative and then is into the games but yeah that's right yeah, i guess but I'm maybe amazed by them yeah the exception is probably like animation students or people that go into animation maybe yeah i agree yeah, yeah. but other than they that you're very right games yeah yeah no, well they're right into it but yeah you don't usually get someone who's obsessed with Fortnite and also like like uh the birthday party for yeah. example or something like that you know like an obscure band that they like you know like like is way into synth pop I've got a I've got a question for you. Yeah, that's right. That's good. Um, what's have you ever had a gig that just was weird or just something went? Com- apart yeah. from tonight. Yes. Which we had a glitch with the computer shutting down and doing weird stuff, but then Facebook was down. Yeah, there's something going on. Yeah, like, it's true. Yeah, I feel like I might have actually single-handedly caused this. Caused Facebook to collapse. Yeah, I and think Pro I think, Tools. Yeah. Not to load up. I swear to God, it's all my fault, man. It's all your fault. It's all me. Have you ever seen the movie Powder? <laughs> yeah, that guy that just keeps getting struck by lightning. Yeah, um, what's the actor's name? Uh, I don't know, but he it's looks the like Irish the dude boy. out of the Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, he gets he gets taken up into the lightning <laughs> after, at the end of the film. Yeah, yeah I have seen it. Yeah, you kind of like that guy. Yeah, exactly. Look. Every time you walk around, all the electrical stuff just fucks up. <laughs> what's his name? He's, that's what, uh, the, other, the Boondock Saints was the other film that he was in. Oh, yeah, you're yeah, right. Which is like a, they, they killed a bunch of people. Boondock Saints. Pat- Patrick O'Flannery or something. That's, that's. It's a very Irish. That's name. a very Irish name. There's every chance that he's not Scottish. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Was it? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it could be the case. Yeah, you might be. You might have electrical discharge, which is better than a lot of other discharges. That's right. Yeah. We've been there before. So have you ever been there? Because I mean, I've I've had. Been, have you ever been attacked on stage? Like being. Um. Oh you, man. Is it yeah. Can be controversial. No, dude. Like I've experienced so much of that stuff, man. Like I've had. I've gone to like not even on stage, dude. I've gone to parties, in like in venues that are like you know two hundred people there, and I've written like this literally happened to me. I wrote my band name Agamus Betty on the bathroom wall, and a person at that party decided that they thought that I was a uh, misogynist and a trans misogynist. And decided that I wasn't allowed to be there. So they made this huge big deal and like wanted me kicked out of the party. All of my friends ended up like standing around talking to this person for like two hours. 
but of course I wasn't allowed to talk to the person. Like it was a nightmare, man. And like, that's not like, man, I've, exp- I've, I've had, um, cause I think you're in that first, are you a millennial? I can't I'm remember. Twenty six. No, you wouldn't be a, a bit just the one above. Maybe me, just right? beyond. I don't but know. But you're yeah. the first age group that's dealt with all this really super fucking aggressive PC shit. Yeah, the 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 the, the um. <laughs> the, I want to be the, in a party. party. Yeah, the, the fascism that isn't fascism. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Crazy. It's really, it's really sad, man. We we grew up having a crack at each other mm. and just giving each other heaps, and it made us better people. Yeah, you know, and you like know, you know, the thing is like. I've been called a fat prick so many fucking times by my mates. And if someone down the street calls me a fat prick, I'll laugh and go, really? Exactly. You, man. sir, are Captain Obvious. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and, it's like, and it's just no resilience. But if you go through all this year, he goes, no, 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 he's festively plump. No, no, no. He's big bones. <laughs> he's no, festively no, no. plump. No, 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 no. No, he's just, you know, he's a little weighty. No, 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 no. Yeah. He's extra large. No. And all this bullshit. Fuck. Just call me what I am, fat bastard. Then just laugh at it. Like it, it actually makes it puts that shield of armor on you. Absolutely. And and no one's got anything on. Like that, I can get called anything. Yeah. And it's like I could not give two fucks. Yeah, dude. And Man. I'm, I'm happy and confident. And I still married a beautiful girl. You know yeah, what I mean? Like it's exactly, because, dude. But if I let it get to me and I went and hid, and I let it all get to me and went and ran off and hid and all that kind of stuff, you're not out there for people to love you. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, I think we've gone tits up on society a lot there. Yeah, dude. Like, it's interesting because, like, I mean, I agree with this idea of, like, inclusivity and, like, let's, like, you know, get some, like, leftist agendas into the political regimes and everything. Like, that's fucking great. What I don't like is that, like, you have people in bars that are literally calling each other out for, like, things like microaggressions. You know? Yeah, I've heard of microaggressions. You know, and then there's 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 microaggressions, and then there's. But hang on, people in bars are calling each other. Oh, dude, man, like. Hang on, so they're going to be upset about someone who's a microaggressive person, but are willing to get into a fist fight with somebody? I don't think any of them have ever been in a fist fight in their life. Man. That's the difference. Too. Yeah, that's right. It's it's that's a very big difference, right dude. I grew up in Geraldton getting beaten up by indigenous people like every day. Yeah, you know? And yeah. I have great relationships with like. Um, indigenous communities and people who literally beat me up in those communities like I'm friends with now as an adult you know exactly (laughs) you know when to shut up and when to yeah and you know the culture because you know yeah exactly but um you know and that's like like indigenous culture is something I have a massive respect for and a massive love for and a sadness for what's happened to those people and it's very close to me Mm. um this new idea of like millennial leftism that's like this really kind of like socially I don't know like socially fascistic regime they're trying to fucking push on people through very very soft tactics like um i'm more offended so i'm right you know yes that that is toxic to our society it's toxic to the youth um if you can't have a fucking conversation about something that's controversial you are going to make zero progress and like if you're going to get upset about someone like the prob the problem that i have with it is all of those people who sit there and like in bars, like the real extreme. Like I have very, very good friends in the LGBTQI plus communities, like fucking power babes who are like, yeah, you're a good guy, you know. But like when you have um, people screaming at each other at like the bird because, you know, someone used a micro invalidation when they themselves. <laughs> That's that's what I'm just like, okay. I would last two seconds out these days. Yeah, like, I, I you would can't, just like, fuck off, you idiot. You <laughs> can't allow it, man. It's just got to be like, you just have to give them like silent protest, essentially, and just be like, 
Nah, I'll just that's that's where that that word "you're a dickhead" really really helps out a lot. Oh yeah, dude, you're a dickhead. See, I know. Can't I'm we just, call I'm each other assholes talk. anymore? Yeah. You can't just say to someone like, "Sorry, man, but you're an asshole." Yeah, it's like, well, assholes are my kink, so you're kink shaming me now. Sorry, sir, but you are really misunderstood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this guy cut you off in traffic. Yeah, you sir have a very warped perception of the correct road rules. Yeah, that's right. Bye. <laughs> or like, I mean, like how you know? I don't know how. I don't want to say anything too like. Oh fuck! Go for it. Too horrible, you know. But like, I mean, you have people. I'm going to tell you a joke that is just terrible. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. You have you have uh, people in Melbourne who like organize fundraisers and art events to get a person in the in the community who is like under the age of like 25 uh, to get that person like bottom surgery, right? To literally change their genitalia, which causes like you know can cause massive uh, body dys- dysmorphia idea like literally drives people to kill themselves in the future if it doesn't go right or if they decide that they change their mind or something but like you have this massive hyper culture that's saying this person needs this very extreme surgery because it's it's a social rights issue but that person that individual's life could change so drastically in the next 50 years whereas everyone in that circle who cared about that issue didn't have anything drastic happen to them Mm. and didn't actually have anything traumatic happen to them so they'll go on and continue their lives whereas that person who got the surgery might eventually go on to kill themselves you know and that's where i start to have an issue with it and that's where i start to say no i'm not going to actually just sit down and be like no it's fine you have your opinion you have yours because your opinion is actually toxic and it's actually fucking with people and it's causing people to like do things that might be very serious you know, yeah. I mean, uh, it's it's uh, supposed to be very contentious. I mean, uh, but there are the genuine cases as well. Absolutely, there are. There yeah. are the genuine cases, but there are also other people who, and it boils down to personality. Is if you are somebody who is searching for approval, yeah, and I think that has a lot to do with it as well. If you're if you're that person that who has that personality sort of, and I'm going to say a fault, because mm. I think people that are forever seeking approval. I have agree. got a, a mental health issue. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and it's more and more common today. Yeah. And the way society is actually um, encompasses that and mm-hmm. it, it, it promotes it. It does. In a, in a complete, in such a sly way. Mm. It and, is very and, sly. And it, it ties right in with consumerism. Mm-hmm. And they're using it because they know that it's going to affect these people. Mm-hmm. You Look at me and you think, right, yeah, I can see that I'm not going to sell him a polo t-shirt with a fucking dude riding a horse playing a game of polo. Yeah. Why? He, he's just not going to give two fucks. Mm. But then you ask me, okay, so what's your self-conscious image? Eh, I haven't really got one. Yeah. You are somebody who wears those type of shirts. Why do they wear it? Because it's the fashion. Yeah. Why do you feel you need to wear the fashion? Because I want to look good. Yes. I want to be looked on by other people. Status. See that I'm up to the fact. Well, I love the people that buck the trend. Yeah. Um, there's a comedian called Doug Stanhope. I've heard of him. And he, one, he's politically incorrect with everything that, that comes out of his mouth, which I think is brilliant. Yep. And then two, he bucks the trend completely. And he's not doing it to be an antagonist and to to draw attention to himself by being that guy. Mm. He has just got like, he goes... Why go out and spend $500 on a suit when I'm a struggling comedian, when I can go get a $2 one? This is a suit. It's as good as any others out there. just happens to be brown and paisley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, I love that guy. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, I honestly think it's a... Um, it's a and, I, and I cop a bit of flack when I say it too. I've got friends that are, that are very... 
But then I never so I never associated much with guys like that because one, they just weren't into what I do, which is as I said, I've got as my life's a zero fucks policy the whole life. Yeah, absolutely, man. So liberating. Yeah, it is. Like you know? genuinely. Yeah. Yeah. But there's more shit to worry about. You know, the only thing I worry about, and I wish a lot of people would think about this too, is time. Mm. Time is the most precious commodity on the planet. Um, I've lost people close to me, and all I ever wanted to spend with them is not wardrobe. It's yeah. not do things, well, yeah, do things with them, but just just have time with them. Yeah, absolutely. And getting back to what we were talking about earlier, about how good is this? We're sitting down, we're having a conversation. That's right. We're taking time out to share that conversation, which people just haven't got time for anymore. Yeah, exactly. And they're missing the point. They yeah. really are in life. And life is over like that. And if you don't pay attention to time... Remember when you were young and Christmas took forever? Jesus. Yeah, that's right. It did. It took so long. Ha! Yeah, you know, I've never to... thought about that. Yeah, Christmas wow. is like, God, it's never going to get here. And now they're just like, Christmas, yeah, it's Christmas, exactly. Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. It's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, and... If we stopped and we, we paid attention to time again, all of a sudden Christmases would start taking longer to come. Yeah. You know. We're after this entertainment. We're after this we've got to keep our mind occupied. We've got to keep up with the Joneses. We've got to look like this. Mm. And these people with this microaggression and all this bullshit, for fuck's sake, forget about it. Yeah. You know? If someone wants to change their gender, but I didn't say that too. If someone wants to change their gender and that happens to if they're forced into it by society yeah I mean that's where it gets really difficult because it's like at what point do we say that like decisions aren't made by individuals you know like do you say like okay the guy who was raised by a skinhead family is beaten up people of colour but he's not he's like you know he's not morally re reprehensible because he was raised that way you yeah. know it's like it's it, like at what point do you say like you know but, but and that's the thing is, but I think it's very real like I think that like but it's it, humanistic you know, too and where we've got lost is when we let go of the survival of the fittest. Yeah. That's when we stopped evolving as human beings. I know it sounds crazy, but it's really deep. It's and interesting. When we stop the survival of the fittest thing, we stop becoming better as a human species, and we're watering down our species. We're becoming disease-prone, emotionally prone. Yeah, dependent. It's because we're, we're, we're looking after ourselves. And who's to say, and how's this for a conspiracy theory, Yeah. that... The way of controlling population and controlling... Everyone talks about they're going to eradicate us somehow. You know, the powers that be are going to eradicate us and get rid of all the all the plebs. Mm. You know, and there's movies about it and there's books about it. Citizen Kane and yeah. all this other stuff. But who's to say that it isn't through, like, backdating our our, our ideals and our thoughts to, to make us a weaker species? And by, by looking after us and all that kind of stuff, we're not being the fittest we're not getting that alpha male breeding with the alpha female and building this human that's strong tough resilient yeah that's right and all that kind of stuff so that's just the way it is these days so in all honesty i know that sounds radical and very insensitive yeah yeah totally but you're going to tell me there's sensitivity in the animal kingdom no that's right there's so it's the fact that people need to be handed everything in a very sensitive way is really upsetting it's like you know if, if you're if you're and then we're too sensitive because we think that that's right because i'm yeah. right on your Plane yeah, thought, exactly. You know? Like if you know, if your parents tell you, like, no, you can't fucking shit on the floor. It's like, sorry, I didn't hand you that to you in a little fucking, you know, I didn't pat you on the back while I told you that. It's like, no, you got taught how to not be a fucking animal. You know, it's like, that might be a bit harsh. <laughs> um, Just shit an envelope and mail it back on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
But no, it, it's it's um. There is. Have you had issues with it? Because I remember seeing a post recently where you posted something. I can't remember what it was, but it was down that path, wasn't it? And you got a bit of backlash. Um. Was a, a recent post about was it tra- something transgendery or? Or and they said you're a misogynist. So oh, come I, back here about being misogynist. Man, like I get that shit all the time. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I had a. Uh, you're, a you're someone I need to follow because yeah, yeah. it's very interesting, dude. Like I um, like I'm a feminist, by the way. You yeah. know, like I fully fucking believe in equal rights and equal uh, opportunity. Um, my entire like, I think the, the moment that I started playing music in Perth, when I f- first started playing music in Perth. I used to get dressed up in drag and go to all the, like, Ocker pubs. i go to, like, the Swan Basement, the Swan Lounge in Frio. And I literally, I remember, I specifically remember this dude in a blue shirt, like, screaming at me, like, you fucking faggot. You know, and, like, fully, like, wanted to throw shit at me. And then after the performance, he was like, wow. Like, I, I you know, I, I was playing my songs, these emotional love songs, pointed at him, like, in the crowd, like, asking to be hit by this guy, you know? And after when he came up to me and he goes, you know what, like, you, you're really confident, you're really talented, and he shook my hand. And it's like, that's... You know, I started doing that kind of shit. And then, like, I did so many, like, performance art pieces that involved gender politics and, like, animal rights and just anything that was, like, trending at the time. Because, like, I, you know, I want to be an artist that talks about everything. Like, I don't, I want to be, like, a maximalist, you know. I don't want to say, no, I'm just about veganism. It's like, I care about animal rights, but I care, I also care about, you know, sustainability of, like, the human race, you know. I don't... I think we're completely unsustainable at the moment absolutely but i just really dislike the idea so with oh sorry i'll let you continue there. I, just, I just hate that people are like oh um get rid of all humans and the planet will be great it's like well no not sorry. all humans but i think also at some time it's we have to be responsible for what we're doing to the planet as well. yeah no definitely yeah. like it's... And, and i believe that i'm all for curing illnesses but at the same time as well i'm very we're, we're fucking with nature yeah if that makes sense as well. Yeah, Every time we buy a comp- uh, an appliance like a, a, a microwave or a fridge, once again, there's another wild theory, but I think we're electromagnetic is, is, is what life is all about. It's mm. Life is all about um, magnetism and electromagnetism. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and I think the whole world is held together. There's no such thing as gravity. It's all magnetism. Yeah. And I think we're created. And if you look at, you know, when someone takes a, a board and they'll, put a bow up against it and then they'll, they'll play it and you see the shapes that are made through mm. um, through sounds and frequencies. Yeah. I think we're just we're just a byproduct of frequency and I think mm-hmm. everything on the planet and everything that exists are byproducts of frequencies and sounds. Yeah. And um, if you look at it, it shapes like five leaf flowers and things like that. And then you look at the five leaf flowers and when I dived down that rabbit hole, it was because there's this hum that's on the earth that's here constantly but because we've been around for as long as we have, we've tuned out to it. Yeah. And that hum governs life. And it's then you get in, and I had a great chat with Pete about the Fibonacci sequence and yeah, fuck how yeah. that plays in on it as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. And it was like, this is, this to me, that's like the God. So, and everyone goes, well, why do people love music so much? Think about it because sound is our creator, yeah. sound is our God, sound is what governs who we are what we are, what we think, the way we look and everything. Yeah. Why are we equilateral? Like why is, you know, there's yeah, yin like yang on everything that we've got. Yeah, and it's, it's right down that path. And, yeah, and I think with modern medicine and all that kind of stuff, we can go fucking with all that, you know mm. what I mean? And, and all this stuff's fucking with that. And that's what's causing the cancers and all this sort of, you know, microwaves passing through the air and radio waves and all these frequencies of stuff in it. 
well, it's actually stuffing the things that create us, you know? So, yeah. Um, yeah, do you know, like, uh, we don't uh, degrade as fast in the ground as we did, like, 50 years ago. Our bodies are literally more preservative because of the preservatives we put in our bodies. They Absolutely. Yeah, they take longer to break down. And the fats take a lot longer to break down and the food yeah. we eat is, yeah, as you said, preservatives and um, also starches and things like that, which we didn't have before. Yeah, and we, like, sell it to ourselves, man. You know, like, no, like... Like we're like people are selfish, dude. We're we're like existing in a very happy middle class, but what we don't see is that there's very rich people who don't give a fuck about people, anyone but themselves, and then there's people that are starving, and we're just like kind of blindly kept in the middle in a fucking little like pen, you know. And it's like okay, you'll get pissed off about the fact that you didn't get your doll check, and then you'll like get angry enough to get a job, and then you'll realize that you can get your own house, and then like you'll be pissed off about rent, so maybe you like you know attack your fucking co-worker or something you know and it's just like it's all this part of this machine to just make you like back at the fucking doll office or like back at work just like a broken fucking shell so you don't think oh when you walk past a homeless person in the street you go no not my deal because i'm an individual and i'm selfish Mm. you know to a degree i agree with that the part i disagree with that is that you do have the ability and there's the the small percentage of people out there and i'm in that bracket that really love what they do Yes, and, and it, it's it's for me it's a very it's a what I do for a job is and I, and I don't talk about it on here but uh, but for me pers- it personally fuels me for growth yeah and it, it yeah. fills me with and it, uh, I'm reciprocated with love and yeah and aspiration and I see it every day and I help people achieve goals and I help people be the best they can be and because yeah, you're so plugged re- out man so you're plugged out you know. You know? Like, I don't go to work and hate it and, oh, God, I'm only here for the money. Yeah, exactly. You know? I mean, I've been in those jobs. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But now that I've got this one, I'll... Well, that's it. Either society breaks you and you say, no, I'm just going to be the fucking office clerk for the rest of my life and hate it, or you fucking find something that you really love and you, you work with it. And you know? I'd bounce out of bed every day to get Yeah, to work. exactly. You know? Love it. You know? Yeah, that's the, that, that's the difference. You know? and, and, it like... and it just, next thing you know, another year's gone, I was like, wow, man, like, I don't feel tired from work. Yeah. And I come home and I do podcasts and I, exactly. I record music and... Yeah, that's my right. My wife hates me. So it's like, you know, like if we... Uh... <laughs> she wants to see a little bit more of me. <laughs> but, you know, if we... Like education is the first step to everything, right? You mm-hmm. know, like if, if we really educated young people about, you know, finding... Like, man, I was amazed that when I went to film school, I was like, wow. The first thing... One of the first things I noticed is that other kids there don't um, even want to be there. They just want to do it because they have to go somewhere, you know? And then it's like the amount of different roles I saw where I thought of people who would fit that role but would just never would even think to do it. Yep. And it's just like, wow, man, if we actually educated people to say that you can do so many different things. Yeah. Like, you can be a fucking lighting guy on a film set and make decent money instead of huffing fucking paint, you yeah. know? <laughs> like but The other thing, too, is I, I, I worked in Indigenous communities for a while, and I've taught music programs up through the Kimberleys and the Pilbara and all that kind of stuff. And I used to have the same answers for a lot of things, and I used to say, and I ran a thing called Youth, and I, I developed this program up north, and it was called... Youth Opportunities Unlimited. Yeah. You, right? And the whole thing was... Yeah, it's clever. It was like, if they can... Uh, uh, what happens these days is you say, what would you like to be, you know? Um, would you like to be a... And they, they go, oh, I want to be an astronaut. Yeah, no, I don't think you should be an astronaut. Maybe you should look at something else. Yeah. Okay. We went in with a completely different philosophy. They said, I want to be an astronaut. We go, that's awesome. Mm. That's really good. Okay, let's look... At what you need to do to become an astronaut. Yeah. Let's and and all it was was step one. Yeah. Let's do step one. Mm. What's that? 
well, you kind of need to go back to school. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so then let's look at that. And we didn't look beyond that. We yeah. just went to step one. Or they said, I want to be an artist. Okay, well, then you need paint. Mm. Let's step one. Yeah. Let's obtain paint. So important. And then they reach that goal. Mm. Okay, now let's let's look at step two. You need canvas. Let's go, and we need to come on, come up with a way to get canvas. What do we got to do? We've got to go to the shop, simple things, and then we've got the canvas. Beautiful. What do we need to do? We need to find subject matter. You need to find something that you want to, an interest. Don't just paint whatever comes to mind. Really want it. Yeah, exactly. And we just taught people different things. People said, I want to be an AFL player. That was very common. Yeah. Or want to be football stars, um, football stars, hip hop artists, or um, or work on, on stations. Uh, and, and for a lot of the girls, they wanted to be mums. They really yeah. wanted to be mothers. Or, you know, they wanted to work in, um, like, the hospitality. A lot of them said hospitality industry. So we just go step one. But it was facilitating the dream. Yeah, exactly. And out of that, we're getting more results than just saying, no, 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 you just need to study and you should go to uni. Oh, no, what's on offer? What do you can do, A, B, or C? Yeah, that's right. Do they want to do that? No. Yeah, well, sorry, then I guess Did they ever must... finish a course? No. Why? Because I just don't want to be there. And that doesn't go just for the indigenous mob up there. That's also anybody. Oh, absolutely. You know, stick them in a the mindset. I'm sure that half those guys you go to school with that don't, are only doing it just because they have to do something. Yeah, exactly. They couldn't give a shit about filming something. No, and that's I bet right. they don't frame things nicely. I bet they don't no. learn the editing process. Oh, they don't even pay no. attention, man. You know? Yeah. But they'll, they'll, <coughs> they'll fizzle out. But they'd be great at something else. That's right. You know, but they just don't get the opportunity because, as you say, it is. It's like it ABC. Might be hands on, so maybe they're great at set building, but it's, it's hard to facilitate everything. Yeah, exactly. You know, like they're there to learn yeah. the, the the basics of of film production. Mm. Unfortunately, it's not set production, which they're better off doing carpentry or something. Yeah, like and so. you can't facilitate everything for your society That's like right. at all. Yeah. Ah, uh, cool. Yeah. Are you happy with the way things... I mean, obviously you're not. You're not happy with the way things are today, but do you see it getting better or do you just don't think it's getting get better? I used to think that it was all just going to kind of, you know, collapse and go into the ground. And I was like... I think there's a lot of people today that have the mentality that, like, um, the world's going to go to shit, so we might as well just party and then die, right? And I very much disagree with that. I used to agree, I used to agree with that when I was 22, you know, 23, and I was like, yeah, man, um, it's all fucked. But, like... I think that uh, the world is getting a lot better. You have way, like a lot more people are coming out who are becoming very influential speakers, and you're getting them from like the left wing and the right wing, you know. Like and like and you're getting like and you're actually we're actually starting to see the point where like we're actually getting really centrist views about things, you know. And like um, you know, five years ago, uh, popular people talking about gender politics on YouTube, um, it was all just feminist is triggered uh you know incel is triggered kind of stuff whereas like now it's actually kind of getting more to the point where people are actually like it's actually a lot more inclusive and a lot more of a of a conversation um but like i mean the bottom line for me man is i just like don't care about what anyone fucking thinks about my shit or like about anyone's shit like if 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 there was a more exclusive art scene in perth i think there would be better art in perth I don't agree with things being inclusive for the sake of being inclusive. Yeah. At all. But then again, you never know. Your time might come where, by bucking that trend and, and being the way you are, it'll become a thing. That's Obviously, right, yeah. It'll become what... What am I going to do? No, well, you, you, you'll <laughs> we'll get back to that cycle of rebellion. Yeah, exactly. And I'll become a lefty. It happens all the time. It's yeah. happened all through history. Rebellion. 
compliance, rebellion, inclusivity, rebellion, exactly, compliance, yeah, rebellion. You know, so yeah, you never know. And this, mate, I saw the eighties come back recently. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that is the the best point to make. Really, is that it is all, it's it's a trend and it's something that is going to fizzle itself out. In, That's right. in five years and we'll as well as the gloom idea. and doom too you know absolutely you know, I mean they, they I've always said like with when you talk about population and you talk about things going on in the world and and if we're that worried as a human species where uh, uh, people got to let it go because there's no control yeah there is no control no that's right we're not know, and control. I don't believe that there's someone out there pulling the strings because you can't control you know uh, 16 billion or how, what do we got eight uh, sorry nine and a half billion people yeah seven, doesn't matter seven how, how, how much control you think you've got you just can't control that many people exactly it's it's out of control <laughs> what we need to do is learn how to shoot a gun learn how to look after yourself and kill an animal in the wild move to the hills <laughs> move to the hills move to the hills here on hunt, stacks how hunt, to prep for doomsday doomsday preppers and, and you'll be fine and uh, I, like I think that I guess though, that's man. the appeal with all the uh, zombie apocalypse movies as well yep you know, people are sort of thinking, well, that's the only way out. So it's going to happen. And I mean, I remember watching a, a thing uh, the day after, a movie called The Day After in the 80s, and it was about um, after a nuclear holocaust. Yeah. And for me, then, when we're going through that Cold War with Russia and that, that was the scariest thing I could have ever seen. Yeah, totally. You know, where nowadays it's not that, it's more, but you know, in actual fact, it's still, that's the thing. That's right. It is still Cold War. <laughs> that's still the one that's, if, if it's going to, Come to I that. think what do they, they they call the situation in Iran now is like a soft war, or with Iraq and, and the United States, it's yeah. a soft war or something. It's like it will always just be kind yeah. of thing. Like, yeah, it's weird. Well, that's another. Then it's like also like a whole hour and after school. Yeah, because it's also a proxy war, money right? Make, the money making <laughs> process out of that and all that kind of stuff. And who's got all that? And who's yeah. control on that? And who trained yeah. Al Qaeda? Definitely not the Bushes. <laughs> it's yeah. no, it's for real though, man. Like, it's sad because I like. I mean, like, did you read like Aldous Huxley? No, like anything. when it comes to being like read things, I haven't really read a lot in the last six. Well, I've been saying that the whole Game of Thrones thing, I read uh, right up to Winds of Winter, but um, the Salmarillion kind of killed my love of reading. Right, the Lord, yeah. of, the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, series. interesting. Yeah, it burnt my brain. Yeah, I've heard things. It's really difficult. And it's it's kind it, of it can ruin reading shit. for you. Yeah, it, it really can. I just I come out of spending a month trying to understand it, just going, oh, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah, totally. I've just wasted a month trying to make sense of something that was probably never meant to make sense. Yeah, to, yeah. You know, and it's like if you've got to be uber geeky, know all the folklore, and a half of it may make sense. Yeah. You know, so, but, See, the, the interesting yeah. thing is that there's no like, um, there's no. I do watch a lot of documentaries. Though. Yeah, but that there's there's no um, there's no PC culture in like gaming, like I mean there is, but like in like in specific sects of gaming culture, there's no PC culture in um, in you know. In like sport culture, it's not really a PC culture. Like, this kind of like a, a oppressive PC thing only really exists in the in the art arts in the humanities fields. You know, it doesn't exist in like the law. True, firm, you don't you see know? a Me Too movement in football. That's right, not at all. But at the moment, funny you say that because rugby league, which is the sport that I like, mm. is going through a massive sh- shake-up. In this year alone, the off-field incidents that happened: there was sexual abuse allegations, there was violence, there was drug use. There was just all just about. If you can name your top five vices that humans do, yeah, apart from murder, yeah, 
they, they all happen in the off season for the rugby league, the game of rugby league within yeah. Australia. So I guess it's now going to be thrust into that as well. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and it, they've done it to themselves. You know, it's um, yeah. It's in, uh, the thing that interests me is that like we don't we don't look at individuals. We look at like we say we say like. Um, like the Me Too movement has has the Me Too movement started with like a fil- it was about the film industry, right? You know, and now well, it's it, about yeah, it kicked off all with the Harvey Weinstein thing. Exactly, and now it's like if you go on a you know if you like I've been on dates with girls literally, and like ha- like said the wrong thing to them at a public place, and they've been like oh, like they're just joking, but they're like oh, it's like a Me Too thing, and it's like well, if you're gonna let that joke slide into this side of the culture, and you're gonna damage like young masculine youth in that way that's really bad then like what's wrong with me laughing at a rape joke that damages feminine youth in that way it's like that's the way what you know that's the weird thing about comedy and this is where pc is killing comedy as well yeah because there's a i want you to i want you to take this away from me i want you to go look up a guy called anthony giselnik i do know him yeah yeah Yeah, he's great so he's he's hilarious about like dead babies which is horrific yeah but to find humour in that is, is and we call it black humour. Mm-hmm. But to find humour in that is, we've, it's like we've had that. It, and I always found laughing at the worst times. I mean, I've had personal tragedy recently, and I was laughing, yeah. not not at the tragedy, but I would I would look for things that are funny still, and I'd still laugh. Yeah, and it can be as black as mm. and I found that that was actually a coping me- mechanism Absolutely. so if we're stripping back all those coping <laughs> mechanisms yeah. we're fucking ourselves yeah so you're taking away the, the right to a coping mechanism which is what and you're you fighting for you've got every much as right to laugh at a very inappropriate joke that's right. as a person that's going to be offended by an appropriate yeah, joke yeah exactly it's a joke yeah. like, it's and ridiculous. the person that's going to be offended to get up when they go to a comedy club and pay to go through the door to see someone do that yeah are kidding themselves because they're worried about being offended. And this is all boils down to the me, me type culture that we've got these days. Yeah. It's all about me. It's all about, no, nah, I don't give a fuck about anyone else. Yeah. Whereas I'd sit down and go, oh, geez, I find that a bit offensive, but I'm not going to ruin the show for all these other people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's right. Whatever happened to that train of thought? Yeah, that's right. Let, let it go. Yeah, people are <laughs> yeah. like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm offended. No, nah, you, you know, and they're into the committee and they're just, they're fucked the night. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's all that, yeah, it's tension. Except for Jim Jeffries, he's still marching on. He's killing it. <laughs> he's, he's Australian. He is the yeah, Australian yeah. guy, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen a lot of his stuff. Yeah, he's. Um, I think you'd like him. I think, yeah, I think he'd hit a few buttons with you. He'd go, excellent. Someone's still saying that shit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and he's not blo- blatantly rude or. It's very calculated and it's very poignant and it's very on yeah, point. Yeah. You know? That's what upsets me is that these people are making good opinions, like making good points and they have good opinions and they just get sideswiped as being like, you know, against the feminist movement or against women or something. It's like, well, because he talks about like rape culture or he might talk about yeah. gun culture and then put the word fuck in there. Yeah. And you go, oh, he's dismissed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's you know? right. Yeah, interesting. Mate, well, um, <laughs> it's sort of getting on. We're probably going to have to wrap up. We're well into this podcast. But I've got to say, this has been one of the most in-depth, easy podcasts to do, mate. It's just so easy. to. We're going to do it again. Absolutely, man. I would love to do it we're again. We've got to do it again. Yeah. But before we go, let's listen to another one of your tunes. Awesome. All right. It is Stax Podcast. We are musicians. That's right. We are musicians talking about <laughs> are we probably musicians? everything else. But are we musicians? Nah, we're hacks. Fucks. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. This I'm, actually, yeah, this next song is I'm really I'm not a musician. Happy. I just make noise in 4-4 four, four time. Occasionally, 6-4. And on the rare occasions, 3-4. Four. 3-4. Four. This song is called Heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Talking about timing. So, uh, can you tell us more? This one's a oh, bit yeah, more, sorry. This one's um, a bit more uplifting. This is, yeah, this is the complete opposite end of the spectrum. This is a uh, very commercial-friendly, radio-friendly, commercialized uh, pop song that I made. Um, it's just, you know, it's about, like, the, it's the youth today. Like, we get in quick relationships and then we move on, you know? Like, it happens a lot. Yeah. That's and, it. and like, it, it's like, I you know... So it's like heart beaters in, in a good way. Like, when your heart sort of... Look, when you, you know, when you meet someone... Yeah. Or you might be intimate with someone for the first time... And yeah. And your heart feels like it's going to launch out of your chest. Yeah. Are we talking about that? Yeah, we're talking about that. Fifty Shades of Heartbeats. Let's listen to it. Dude, love talking to you, man. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Oh, I absolutely love that. Well, it's great. I'm glad I cyber-stalked you and, and got I'm you I'm so in. glad uh, you stalked me, Joe. It was, uh, it was really good. And, made a look, if anyone's out there and, and you guys are still playing with... Um, uh... And I'll be playing anonymous Betty. Yeah, no, I'll be playing in the band Amel Brain. Amel Brain. Amel Brain. We might be changing our name to Incest. Right. But we're not sure. And is oh, Incest. We also might have a new member soon. Is it all? Are you guys all like the one family? We are. We are family. Consanguineous. Wow. <laughs> what he said. Mate, um, absolutely had a, had a cracking podcast. We'll listen to Heartbeat. Mate, you coming back? Absolutely. Anytime. We can now, just before we do go on that note, where can we find you guys playing? When, when are yes. you playing next and where? Yeah, i got to like, plug some stuff. Plug some stuff. Cool. Uh, I mean, if you go to agamusbetty.bandcamp.com, of course, if you like me on Facebook, whatever, if you email me at jakesavens93 at gmail.com, I will talk to you about anything. What about SoundCloud? Have you got that? Uh, Agamemnon Betty yeah. on that as well. There's, or is it more your solo stuff? Uh, there's no, no. Nah, the new the Amel Brain project is a very weird experimental thing that we're doing, but we're, that's like what we're gigging in. But I'm trying to get this band, this music, into a band format. Yeah. But yeah, but at the moment it's it's pretty much just online. And, I have, you, and yeah. are you happy for people to go into your back catalogue with previous? Bands? Oh yeah, absolutely. So that band Mind Canary, which Mind Canary. was recorded with Pete as well. Was it was Pete um, recorded? Uh, with Pete Renzula. Which is great stuff as well. It's very interesting. It's Scudley Records? Does he still call himself Scudley Records? Yeah. We had a Scudbone show for a while. Yeah. <laughs> it was part of my Blue Bone and his Scudley Records. So, yeah, it must be Scudbone. Uh, yeah. Scudley, yeah. He's a good producer. He's a very He's interesting very, man. Very, uh, I was saying the other day, it was, like, it, was, it was like, we're talking about polishing turds. Yeah. And somehow Pete came up in the conversation. But I was saying that, like, people would talk about this and how like, Pete would love to have this studio, and I said, well, he would, but it boils down to he's so good at what he does, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you know, that's right. He's, he's, and if, if you're into film, you've got to check out, there's a movie called The Decadent and Depraved that Jordan Prince Wright just done and winning mm-hmm. awards all through all, uh, over in America and all yeah, through Europe, and he's just cleaning up. He's a, this young kid, 19 years old, just done a full feature oh, really? film, and it's amazing, and it's got, the critics are all over it and loving it all throughout Australia and it's he's screened 19. all through Australia and around the world. Yeah, he's, What's he's, his name? He's Australia's next big thing when it comes to producers. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Prince Wright. Yeah. And, um, Hire me. Yeah, he's, uh, <laughs> he's an amazing guy. Well, he's actually, with the next film, he's, he's after people and he loves to take people on board that are just to do something. It's yeah. just good to get in and amongst it. So that sounds good. I can put you on him later. But um, done a bit of work with him too. And, Pete done the um, the score for this film. Oh right, cool. Yeah, the decadent depraved, and that's that's where that's it. I mean, whatever he does is great. Mm. But 
what he's done there is just phenomenal. Oh, I'll definitely check it's it out. Phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Like, yeah. I'll just go, Pete, this is insanely good. That's, that's really cool, yeah. man. And if you hear it, there'll be something for you to check out. Just do a bit oh, of yeah, research definitely. on The Decadent Depraved. The Decadent Depraved. Um, you'd absolutely love it. Listen to the score because you being a musician and also being a budding filmmaker, mm. the score's something in a film that you would pay a lot of attention to. Very much so. You know, and it's so underrated. Yeah. Uh, look at all. Look at Star Wars. If Star Wars Absolutely. didn't have the Star Wars music and it had some waffle, yeah, exactly, it, it wouldn't be the same film. It wouldn't have the, it wouldn't sell the menace. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That yeah. Kind of stuff. So. Ba, 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 ba. Uh, Neil Young, ba, 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 ba. Dead Man. Great, great fucking score. Yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> funny you say that because Decadent Depraved is down that kind of. Yeah. Cool. Down that kind of path. Awesome. So, great reference. All right, mate, we have to go. Okay. So we're listening to Heartbeat once again. Agamus uh, Betty. Yeah. So once again, thank you very much. I'd like to big shout out to the 6030. Tune into their live bands there all the time. Uh, get down there. I don't know who's coming up soon. I believe there may be uh, talk of Mike Videlli playing there shortly, which is a great artist. And, of course, you've got original live acts there every Saturday night. Get down there. One of the best venues north of the river. Not only that. It is, um, they're really supporting local live acts and one of the few venues that are bending over backwards to stay afloat to be able to put these guys in it. If you're interested, uh, contact Bluebone Entertainment Solutions and look at the dates that are available. Talk to uh, Kaneko and she can slot your band in. If you do have to listen to this, get in there. And of course, if you're at a band, come on the podcast. So yourself, we're always looking for someone to come along and have a chat with us here at Stakes. Cheers, gentlemen. Thank you so much.